Hello, this is Lyndon Wall from Refresh Ministries. Welcome to another Quick Tips for Christian Ministry podcast. Today I'm going to speak about how to invite a greater presence of God into your ministry. Do you find yourself longing for a greater sense and evidence of God in your work? I want to show you a key practice that will help you with this. Because the desire to have the presence of God among us in real and tangible ways is noble. And though we know that God's people can always be assured of his presence, too often we have long periods of time where it seems that his presence is missing. Christian history, of course, records many examples of personal church and community transformation when God reveals himself in new and powerful ways. His presence can do more in seconds than we can accomplish through years of hard work. And so if this is the desire of your heart, I have some thoughts for you. Thoughts that come out of the story in 1 Chronicles 13 and 15, where King David is attempting to bring the Ark of Covenant, which is the symbol of the presence and glory of God, to Jerusalem. His experience can add insight to our efforts to make a way for the presence of a God among us in a greater way. First, I want to say this. It may help us to realize that not all people are looking for the presence of God to be among us. Um, David writes, And let us bring back the ark of God to us, for we did not seek it in the days of Saul. These words of King David point to a stark reality. God's people are not always interested in having him near. We are often okay with his presence being at a distance. I found that those who want a greater reality of God in their church are sometimes frustrated by a lack of interest on the part of other believers. This story reminds us that this has long been the case. A second insight is that we must take care not to rely on our own skill and wisdom to bring the glory of God into our lives and assemblies. David gathered a large crowd to celebrate the return of the ark to Jerusalem. He prepared a new cart to carry it to its destination. It says they carried the ark of God on a new cart from the house of Abinadab. And David's request our quest to bring the presence of God was noble. He made sure he had a new cart prepared to carry the ark. No doubt the cart was made with the finest craftsmanship. However, it was a lethal decision. As the cart progressed to Jerusalem, the oxen became agitated and put the ark at risk. When they came to the threshing floor of Kidon, Uzzah reached out his hand to steady the ark because the oxen stumbled. The Lord's anger burned against Uzzah and struck him down because he put his hand on the ark. So he died there before, the, before God. David had a great idea and he carefully prepared for bringing the ark to Jerusalem. However, he mistakenly tried to bring the presence of God to Jerusalem with his own creation and plan. A plan that turned out to be a killer. Uzzah acting to protect the ark violated the commands of God and was struck down. There is a human tendency to bring the presence of God into our lives and congregations by the use of our own plans and creations. This does not mean that we have bad motives or that we want something unholy, but the reality is God has planned for the entrance and greater reality of his presence in our lives. He has set forth principles to follow, and going with his ways can keep us from unnecessary casualties. We likely won't see people struck down like Uzzah, but the death of hope and faith and love can easily happen. Many people become discouraged in their faith by unsuccessful attempts to bring a greater reality of God's presence. Sometimes those who use unsanctioned means may give up the quest altogether. It is possible to have a well-intended but ill-fated plan. 
Well, David soon learned that God had prescribed a way to bring the ark to Jerusalem. Then David said, No one but the Levites may carry the ark of God, for the Lord has chosen them to carry the ark of the Lord. First Chronicles 15, verse 2. And later David, speaking to the Levites, said, Because you did not carry it the first time, the Lord our God broke out against us, because we did not seek him according to the rule. God was happy to presence himself among his people, but he reserved the right to say how his presence and glory should be handled. The same principle applies today. The question now arises, how does God say his presence is to be invited? In the Old and New Testaments, we find a similar theme that answers the question. Take, for example, the words of the Old Testament found in 2 Chronicles 7.14. If my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Compare that to the New Testament scripture in Acts 3 verse 19 and 20, where it says, Repent, therefore, and turn back, that your sins may be blotted out, and that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. We also note that the disciples prepared themselves for Pentecost by giving themselves to prayer, Acts 1.14. Prayer was a major factor in the expansion of the church, Acts 2.42. The believers were filled with boldness after a time of prayer, Acts 4.31. Peter's vision regarding the gospel to the Gentiles took place while he was in prayer, Acts 10. And after the fasting, praying, and worshiping leaders of the church of Antioch heard the Lord calling them to send out Barnabas and Saul, Acts 13, 1-4. These are a few examples that point us to the simple pattern that the presence of God was experienced anew when his people humbled themselves and prayed. There is no doubt that the Lord calls us to utilize new strategies and make good plans. However, never let us be fooled into thinking that a new plan can replace the timeless principles that open the way to the renewed presence of God. In my 30 years of ministry, I've noticed an endless stream of new ideas, strategies, and plans being offered as what will bring life to the church. New worship styles, new organizational strategies have brought more enjoyment and comfort to our congregations, and that has its place. However, one thing I've noticed is that seldom have the new plans brought a greater level of transformation in people's lives or a greater experience of the presence of the authority of God. Yes, people enjoy church more, but the transforming presence of God seems as distant as before. Like David, we may desire the presence of God with us, and like David, we think we can get there by building a new cart. Like David, we can get a lot of people excited about bringing the presence, but again and again, God providentially agitates the auction to derail our well-intended plans. Things may go well for a time, but in the end, God insists on us following his ways. So I encourage each Christian who, reads, who hears this article and who desires a greater presence of God in their lives, you have a great desire. It is a godly desire. But just remember, a renewed sense of God's presence is invited by repentance and prayer, not a new creation of our own hands. Well, may God bless you in your ministry. For more soul care, go to refreshministries.org. And uh, may you enjoy a greater sense of God's presence as you serve him. Bye for now.